Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life. Winning in your money, winning in your work, and winning in your relationships is the goal. And we can help you. 888-825-5225. Jade Warshaw joins me this hour. I'm Ken Coleman. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Rosalie is on the line in San Antonio. Rosalie, how can we help? Hi, guys. Um, so I'm having a little bit of buyer's remorse uh, with our house. Uh, we sold our first home last year, and then we bought a new home uh, this time last year as well. And uh, I just feel like it's just way too way too much money, and Uh-oh. I'm having a little bit of remorse here Uh-oh. with what, what we happened? got ourselves into. Walk well, us through the numbers. Um, okay. So uh, we bought it, our first home in 2017, and we made $100,000 in equity. Okay. And then I paid off my school loans, and we paid off our vehicles, and so we were debt-free except for our mortgage. Okay. Uh, we bought a f- about a $500,000 home. Okay. And uh, we make about $10,000 every month. That's what we're bringing home. Okay. Well, how much is your mortgage payment? Four thousand. Okay. Yeah. That's why you're feeling that you're about forty percent of your income. Um and we would suggest that you be somewhere around twenty five percent. So that's yep. that's why you're feeling it. Yep. Tell me more. Um so uh it was uh, we fell in love, our real estate agent was awesome, we just qualified and qualified and qualified and <laughs> got over our head and just got swept away with the moment. Yeah, because they'll, also, they'll say you're good up to 50% usually. Like, yeah, oh. and then they're like, oh, your credit score is so good. You can get more and more and more. I was just like, oh my gosh. Uh, that Listen, <laughs> the lesson that you just learned is a lesson that so many people need to learn because I can tell you coming here, when Sam and I put an offer on a house, they were willing to approve us up to 50% of our income. Gladly. And, yeah, gladly. And they're like, oh, we'll make the approval letter, letter for this much. And I'm like, no, that's good. You can just make it for the, the for the amount that <laughs> we want. Funny. So remember, guys, anybody listening, advocate for yourself because they want you to spend, spend, spend because they get paid right? off that. Yep. So just stick to your guns. Um. All right. So you're in at $4,000 a month. Are you, both you and your husband working? Yes. I'm a virtual uh, teacher. And okay. then he is uh, he owns a body shop with his dad. So, uh, we're both working. And are you working um, then, six, are you, are you working 40 hours a week? Are you both working 40 hours plus a week? Yes. Okay. Yes. And we've got two little ones. I've got a three month old that stays home with me. And then I have a three year old, uh, who goes to daycare. Okay. How much is daycare? <laughs> it's not bad, uh, for our area. It is. You say, as you chuckle, when I asked you that question, what was the <laughs> chuckle about? It's yes. Um, well, I mean that's average. How much was it? One hundred and fifty a week. A week. Oh yeah. All right. That's not bad. I was just curious. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just an expense because I've debated uh, pulling him out and trying to work because I'm a virtual teacher, so yeah. I can work from home. And but I've got a three month old and then a three year old. It's just a little bit crazy. So I've debated what's your it. what was your interest rate? Um, I think it was right around like 6%. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a 30 year, I'm guessing. 
Yeah. Girlfriend. All right. So the choices are not many. Um, your choices are, which by the way, let me just ask, what's the house worth now? It's still sitting the same. It's 500. Like uh, you didn't buy it too high. Is what okay. I looked. Yeah. We have 47 to like pay it off. And I want to sell but I don't want to pay a capital gains tax. Yes, that's what I'm. That's what I'm kind of getting at. Is right. There's here. Let's well. Let's look at this logically. All right, you're at. You're in at forty percent now. The question is, do you see a pathway where you and your husband can close that gap and knock it down twenty percent points to get it where it needs to be with income. To increase our income? Yeah. yeah. Can you find a way to increase your income by 15% is basically what I'm asking you. Uh, I feel like we're kind of maxed out with a three-year-old and a three-month-old. Like, we're we're, we're definitely busy. Um, and so that's, that's the reality of the situation. If you can't see a clear path to increasing your income 15%, so you're closing this gap, mm-hmm. and then it's sitting at 25, 28 even thirty percent, right. right? Where yeah. right. where it's a lot more comfortable, then you do need to consider some situations going forward. Now let's look at this capital gains thing and with real numbers. Okay, let's say that you bought it for five hundred. Let's say you sold it for five forty. So that's a gain of forty percent. And your capital gains rate is based on your income bracket. So based on where your income is, I think in your case you're probably gonna be at the fifteen percent. You know, you're either going to pay 15 or 20, I believe, if I'm saying that correctly. But 15% of 40,000. I would sell. I'd take yeah, the hit. Take the I, four, I was curious take what the other options you were going to give. Take the $4,500 hit because it's, I think we hear capital gains and we're easier. like, oh my gosh. And you're yeah. like thinking that mm-hmm. it's going to make you go bankrupt. But yeah. when you really draw out the numbers, I it's agree. not like you had a gain of. $300,000 on this property. So let's just look know? at the psychological side of the money, okay? So I think Jade's right. I think that's the option. If you can't increase your income, if he can't do you know, body work yeah, on the side be, on the weekend, you're going to be stressed out every month as opposed to mm-hmm. a little stressed out for a couple months to pay that tax bill. Yeah, because when did they move in? When did you move in? Uh, March of last year. So so it's been a year? I'd take the yeah. hit. I'd take the hit. You get out without very little stress at all. And you and you guys just learn learn from this and, and move on. If yeah. you literally can't increase your income, then I think that's your only viable option. I would not bite the bullet and be really stressed out every for month. over a year Oof. with kids. Yeah, because I was thinking of just staying here another year and just like you know keeping it real tight with the budget. And then how tight so, is it? You know yeah, what? Are that's you able to make it work? Yes, without yes. credit cards. <laughs> yes. If then you can I make would it work for a year. If you can make it work for a year, then stay. If you can't put okay. food on the table, you got to get out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, we're we're not do, we're not doing credit cards. Um, my husband could he likes his toys, so he could. We have a third vehicle. We've got a truck, probably worth about fifteen thousand dollars, and I think we could. He's mm, not gonna like yeah. me. He ain't gonna like me. But if I had been one half of this bad decision. I would then be going, all right, I'm going to start selling stuff mm-hmm. and we're going to stack some cash. Well, know? yeah, because you're going to sell that truck because the time is going to come for you guys to move and you want to know what you're going to need. 
moving truck, that's, boxes, right. tape, all that stuff that costs, and that truck is going to come in real handy to pay for all that. And he's a okay. very talented guy doing body work. I'd like to challenge him to work a couple Saturdays. I know you need him at home. I'm going to get yelled at by Jade on Saturdays. But if I was this tight, I want to go find some margin, and I'm going to go work. Yes, Ken. Huh? Men should work. I'm not going to leave you stranded, but I got to go make some money. <laughs> this is The Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years. And I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, shutters, and motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And their team is always ready to help with everything from design consultation to measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee, and shipping is always free. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com to save up to 40% off everything site-wide. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw is with me this hour, 888-825-5225. Hey, folks, uh, this is a uh, breaking news item here. Uh, Fresh the off money the and marriage getaway is back. Uh, this has been a really popular event with Dr. John Deloney and Rachel Cruz. The new dates are for our fall season, October 24 through 26. It's a weekend getaway for you and yours. Uh, and here, right here in Nashville, Tennessee, on our campus, two and a half days of teaching focused on communication, intimacy, and money. A lot of Q&A for you to get real answers to your real questions about money and your marriage. Uh, you and your spouse are going to come away with tools to get better. I think you're going to be better. Uh, wonderful, wonderful weekend. Platinum tickets already sold out. Few VIP left. Um, that includes a meet and greet with John and Rachel. Get them before they go. Tickets are $799. That's where they start. You can get them by going to RamseySolutions.com slash events. Visit RamseySolutions.com slash events. All right, time for the Ramsey Show question of the day, brought to you by our friends at Neighborly, your hub for home services. Winter is the perfect time to freshen up your home's interior with a new coat of paint. Five-star painting can paint your walls and doors, even those difficult cabinets and trim find a locally owned five-star painting near you at neighborly.com slash ramsey love it today's question comes from melissa in iowa she says i'm at a new job making almost double the hourly pay from my last job my old job was my ultimate goal but we moved for my husband's career even though i'm making great money i am completely unhappy at this new job i miss my old job and co-workers but my pay is so much better here I've only been here for three months, but I'm not sure how long to keep going at it before I go looking for something like my old career, where I know that I'll make less money again. How long should I stick it out before finding something more fulfilling like my previous job? For context, we are debt-free and saving for a down payment for a home. All right. So this gets some layers to it. Um, this is funny because if Dave were here, he'd have a very different response than me. You think? He's, oh, yeah. He's very anti uh, going backward on anything in salary as it relates to meaning. Like it, it kind of irritates you. Like, well, you can you can find the meaning in the money. And many times you can, but not always. 
All right. So here's here's my take on this. I think I meet you both in the middle. Yeah. My take on this is um, you're not going to be able to continue to do this much longer mentally and emotionally for the way you laid it out. Yeah. You love the old work. This is just a J-O-B for you. There's no juice or passion in it. And so for that reason, um, I don't think it's long before you start to look. I, I think you could make the case, though, that I would stick it out long enough to get that house down payment. There you, I like that. And so I that's like that. I'm, I'm, I'm reasonable on it to say, all right, sometimes we do what we have to do so that, watch this, we can do what we want to do. Boom. It's one of the great lines from the movie The Great Debaters. Uh, Forrest Whitaker's the father in that, and he tells his son that one mm-hmm. night. He's, you know, the son's always wanting to be on the debate practice. And mm-hmm. he says, he's neglecting his studies. And he says, son, you do what you have to do so that later you can do what you want to do. And I think in this case, I would stick it out. The way that you can do this, because I do not want to minimize the, the realities, folks, of burnout on the job. When you have no connection to your work, you will burn out fast. And I want to call that out because millions of people are listening and watching us right now going, uh-huh, that's me. So. How does she do it? She says every day, I'm grateful for this job that pays a lot better than Mm. my old job that I loved because this is going to help me buy a house that I love. Yeah, I love that. when we get the down payment, Jade, now Mm -hmm. I'm shifting and I'm going, I'm debt free. I've done a good job on my home. Yes. And I have the margin to make less because it was never about making more in the previous yeah, career. Yeah, that's she right. She only left it because of the move for her hubs. Yeah. So in this case, I don't even consider it a, I'm taking a pay cut. No, you're going to do the thing that you know you love to do. Yes. That's, that's so important. Um, and I think people do need to hear that. There is a time and a space where you do a job. I talked about this a while back with Rachel. You do a job to get to where you want to go. And there is very good reason to do any job until you are able to do the job. Mm-hmm. And Love in this that. case, Love that. there is a down payment that mm-hmm. you're hoping for. And I think a house is a pretty a dang good reason to keep keep chugging away yeah, this to called, make double the income. Yeah, Come on. This is a version of paying your dues. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think about doing work that I did not want to do. Sam and I traveled for, oh, a decade. And sometimes we'd be gone, Ken, 35 weeks out of the year. It's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And people think it's glamorous. Oh, you're going to Turkey. Oh, you're going to Australia. I'm like, girl, I'm tired. You didn't even know where you were. I didn't even know where I was. And I, (laughs) we were at the point where we had already paid off our debt and I was ready to stop traveling. Mm -hmm. And, but I was like, you know what? If we do this a little bit longer, we can save for this down payment. Love, same exact situation. You know? Love the question. And so that's my take on that. But I will tell you, once you do what you have to do, there comes a point in life where you better do what you want to do or you will get to the end of your journey and look mm. back and regret. That is true. One of the top five regrets of the dying, uh, according to a best-selling book out of Australia written by a hospice nurse, was I did not live the life that I truly wanted to live. <gasps> that's sad. And um, it's that important. Yeah. And so, and we at Ramsey can teach you how to be a millionaire on a teacher's salary. The mm. third largest group of net worth millionaires based on our uh unprecedented study of net worth millionaires that we did at Ramsey Solutions, the third largest group of net worth millionaires are teachers. The median pay in the United States for teachers right now is about $63,000, some of the latest stuff I've seen. Mm-hmm. And so the point is you can do it. It's where you make enough. And uh, so great question. Love that. And I loved your anecdote. And you guys did it. You well, actually yeah. walked it. But I think to your point, what you were just saying, Ken, there's something really important about that that I do want to highlight, which is 
one of the things I love most about the baby steps is when you do baby step two, I think something that we just forget about. Um, when we're paying off debt, we're so focused on, I got to earn more money so I can pay off more debt so I can earn more money. So I can pay, like, we're just trying to get out of that. Mm-hmm. And you really don't. And, and probably before you got into the baby steps, you were just in that paycheck to paycheck wheel and you never get the chance to stop and think if life were different, what would I be doing? If money wasn't this tight, what, what, what's really the career I'd so enjoy good. doing. And so one of the benefits of becoming debt free is you declutter your mind enough to have the it's a privilege to be able to sit and think what would i like to do Mm -hmm. what's a career that in your words gives me the juice like that is such it's it's very important and a lot of people don't even take the time i was talking to an adult in my life um and i said well if you could do whatever you wanted to do what would it be and they said i don't know i've never even thought i've never had the ability to think think of that tragic it's tragic I, I don't know. I've, I've just, you know, I, I've done what I have to do. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, like yeah. we got to get, yeah, you know, it, get past that. I love that you said that because Dave made this line famous, live like no one else, baby step one, two, three, right? And even the, the full, the full, the mm-hmm. full step, the full process. But the backside of that phrase is live like no one else so later you can live. And then he added give like no one else. But let's just look at the live like no one else. It's exactly what you just talked about. When you get to that point, you can decide whatever the crap you want to do. Yeah. There's real freedom here, not just financial freedom, but financial freedom gives birth to so much more freedom. That's right. I can live where I want to live. Yeah. Travel to where I want to travel. Mm-hmm. You start to fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. I want to. And you start to see what's truly important to you. You start to realize maybe you're not a person who really is motivated by money. Maybe you're more motivated by being able to serve. Maybe you're more motivated by being able to create something, Mm -hmm. but because our debt is, has made us, it's debt makes everybody money motivated. Mm -hmm. And so you lose track with who you are, which is very interesting. Uh, I want to call that out folks. That was a little bit of a bomb right there. Debt makes everybody money motivated. Hey, that's pretty good. That's the name of my, because you don't get to choose by the way. It's like, you're so obsessed with money. I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice to be. Uh, That's a really great point. And, and yet, the opposite is sold to us in culture. Yes. We're sold debt as freedom to live however you want. Ooh. Right? That's right. But you're actually right. Jade Warshaw, folks, write it down. Put it out on social media. I think that was absolutely great. Ooh, man. Think about that for a little bit. I feel like the line from uh, Lion King. where the, uh, see what not, not that, that one. No. Um, it's where... Uh, the one lion says Mufasa's name in front of the hyenas, and one of them goes, ooh, say it again. Mufasa. Yeah. That's it. That line? Yeah. That line had a little Mufasa on it. Ooh. Ooh, say it again. <laughs> this is The Ramsey Show. Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, half the cost of traditional home security. And my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafedirect.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back, America. You have joined The Ramsey Show, where we talk with you, about you, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. 
I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Let's go down to Daytona Beach, Florida, the home of the Daytona 500, the great American race. Uh, Alan is there. Alan, how can we help? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. You bet. What's up? I'm looking for some career advice. Um, I am graduating chiropractic school in March, um, and I've been getting some offers, and um, I got my first offer, so I want to kind of run it by you guys and see what you think. I love it. Walk us through it. Sweet. What's the offer? Yeah. So this, it's a salary position of 60K, mm-hmm. and then there is a monthly bonus of 8% of collections based on collections above 45K a month. Um, so when I'm in this negotiation stage, what do you guys recommend I should focus on? Should it be the bonus structure? Should it be the salary uh what do you guys think um the i'd like to know more about the uh the the bonus did they, when they walk through this or did they walk through what the averages are on how many times they're they're over the 45,000 because if i understood this question. right you don't get 8% unless they hit over 45 in billing right right did you so ask they them they are um i did not ask them but just from i i'm precepting our internship uh, doing my internship there okay and just from like gauging it's a growing office i want to say they want to make they make about 30k um every month and with me coming on they kind of assume or hope that they're able to grow the practice even more so this is kind of new but yeah but see you're assuming i don't like assuming and uh i want to i want to get in and go okay um let's let's talk real numbers so when I come on board, how many patients do you expect for me to see? What do you think is realistic? And yeah. I'd start, you know, I just walk through that. Just have them walk out and say, hey, I just want to make sure I understand the bonus thing. How can I play into it? Because that's the other thing I'm wondering. Are they are they wanting you kind of spreading the word a little bit? Like, Because here's the deal. I don't know what a starting salary. So to be fair, um, what I would do is, is I'd be looking in your area and I'd be yeah. looking at what starting salaries are for chiropractors right out of school. And I'd want to see uh, on that offer of 60K, just the base alone, is that low, medium, or high? So I'd get educated on that. That's exactly where I'd start. Then I'd get the explanation on the bonus. And and if I can figure that out and go, okay, what are the possibilities that we hit that? And uh, and that could be interesting. Glassdoor says between 63 and 110 Per year in the state of Florida. Starting out. Yeah. And Indeed also says between 67 and 110. So I wonder if they're trying to fill that gap. Uh, do the math for me. Do me Give me 8% of, let's go conservative, of 45,000. I, I know roughly what that is. Um, uh, let me. That's 450 that. times 8, basically. Yeah, I got it. Right? So it's going to be somewhere well, in the four oh. grand range. Sorry. Is that right, Alan? Am I My saying that right? Well, it would up. be it would be anything over forty five. Yeah, he doesn't get the so forty five. It's whatever's over. So if you get, let's oh, say you oh, earn, let's oh. say you earn forty eight thousand, you get eight percent of three thousand. That's nothing. Yep. Oh, yep, yep. I apologize. Yeah. So based on what Jade found, even with the bonus, and let's say you hit that. Tell me if I'm starting to be too conservative. Maybe six months out of the year. Mm-hmm. And let's say that the average is three thousand over using these numbers. Okay. Right. So three times that's sixteen thousand, and you're getting eight percent of that. So yeah, it's it's really on the low end. Feels like to me. Yeah, yeah. Now, 
Yeah. Let's not just take, I mean, Jade's got it. I'm looking at it. But let's not just take those numbers on the internet at face value. Let's go dig in a little bit. And um, and it, because it's your first offer, I'd like to see you be getting a little bit higher offer than that. You're On that bonus, yeah. conservatively, you're looking at maybe, maybe three to four grand. Right. Above right, and right, beyond right. the 60. So how do you feel about that? Is your life? Um, I feel like I'm in the position to really help the practice grow just from like my expertise and what I'm passionate about. And I feel I can add and market myself and market the practice even more, and especially in the area. There's just an untapped population that they haven't gotten to yet. So I'm asking so, you, do you think that's a good offer? Um, I've, I mean, I have a lot of debt, so it's a lot of student loan debt. So it's a little tough What's- for me to swallow that 60 What's keeping you in Daytona? Can I ask that? Mm. Because I'm looking here and I'm looking at the highest paying cities for chiropractors in Florida. And I'm seeing that Pensacola is $96,000 a year Mm. or Jacksonville. So I'm wondering if you're tied to Daytona. Great suggestion. Alan, you called to say, what should I do? I certainly wouldn't. I'd get try to get a few more offers. Mm -hmm. And I love what Jay just said. I'd start going, where can I go? Yeah, especially yeah. with the debt. That's kind of motive. That's what's motivating this is how much. How debt? can we get more? I'm afraid to ask. How much debt do you have? It's two hundred thirty-eight thousand. Oh, <laughs> where are the tums? It's brutal. It's oh. brutal. It, um, but now I'm really on Team Jade. I'm looking anywhere in the country. Yes, because I got to get a big shovel, which is your income. And dig yeah. out of this two hundred grand as fast as possible, yeah. my man. What I yeah. do like about what I see here is the top paying positions are in North Florida, which is far less expensive than South Florida. Right now, South Florida is crazy. Yeah. So yeah. you increase your income, you're increasing your cost of living. So it's a it's a wash. But I feel like in North Florida you could probably it'd be worth it for you or even going out of state to a you know I would definitely mm-hmm. search is all I'm saying, because two hundred thirty eight thousand dollars of student loans. She ain't going away. Jade, that's not a bill. That's right. a William. Jade, if, you know I I could, if the highest paid offer I could get was in the middle of Wyoming, I'd go. I know. Nothing against Wyoming. Yeah. Please don't send hate mail. I don't read it. But but I'm going, I don't care how cold it is. It could be 200 below zero. Yeah. Alan, I would get the biggest shovel possible to get, because listen, you can be a chiropractor anywhere you want to, to our last segment yeah. talking about freedom, Jade. Yeah, that's right. right. I, oof, I'd be shopping myself, yeah. young man. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, I understand. Thanks, guys. I really yeah, I really it. appreciate the call. I, oof. Jay, this is this is why we tell people don't go into debt. No, I'm just mad that you missed my joke. Say it again. I said that he has two hundred thirty-eight thousand dollars of debt. I said that's not a bill. That's a William. <laughs> nice. I apologize. I apologize. I was still reeling. It's the, a lot. It's a lot. I was reeling from his reality. And this is what we talk about. You know, I think um, so many people go into college, their professors, their guidance counselors, their family members are telling them, hey, careers like these will ROI, you know, and you kind of feel like that it's this given that, okay, like I can take out this debt and if I get my job, it'll just pay for itself. And the thing that we have to tell ourselves is nothing pays for itself. Like you have to go out and work and pay for it. Like they don't, you don't just get the job and then hand you back all the money that you paid on your student loans. You have to go to work and clock in actual hours to make it pay for itself. And that's not fun to do. 
Okay, you're absolutely. While you were talking, I was you inspired me on the computer, so okay. I was like, let me just do a little search. What'd you find? That there is a chiropractic school. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to endorse, and I don't want to. There's a chiropractic school that is only charging twelve thousand dollars a year. Now, I don't know if they're cuckoo quacky, which is yeah. why I'm not going to. You understand why? I'm, yes. But I'm just saying. There's ranges. I I, I just because here's the deal. I love chiropractic care. You probably don't know this about me. I love the snap, crackle, and the pop. And are you cool with this? Are you cool with going to Dr. 12,000? You know why I'm probably cool with it? Because you don't ask. Yeah. Have you you ever been to a chiropractor? I'm not. I'm afraid. I have. Oh, no. It's fantastic. I love it. Fantastic. In fact, I'll recommend. A nice married couple that Stacey and I go to, all of our kids. It's great. But anyway, here's the point. I never asked them where they went to chiropractic school. I can tell whether or not they're cuckoo and they're yeah. quacks. I mean, check the reviews is all I'm saying. And what you've done. 100%. They were highly recommended from people that we know and trust. Mm-hmm. This is how we all pick doctors. That's right. I guess my point is, is that no one cares how much your chiropractic school cost. They just want their back and neck to feel better. That's true. I need an adjustment now. All this talk about it. I need a little adjustment. That's like that episode my neck of... feels a little stiff. That's that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer just does adjustments and he doesn't have the real education alex hearn gives me one in the back he can pop, he can pop my back this is the ramsey show welcome back to the ramsey show i'm ken coleman jade warshaw joins me this hour Triple eight eight two five five two two five is the number to jump in our scripture of the day comes from first corinthians fifteen fifty eight. therefore my beloved brothers be steadfast immovable always abounding in the work of the lord knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Our quote of the day from the, uh, I think, one of the great voices uh, about American liberty and freedom and just a great philosopher, Thomas Sowell. He said, people say you're a very tough person. I'm not tough. Life is tough. I'm merely trying to acquaint you with the facts. Hey, He's a no-nonsense guy, Thomas Sowell. I like that. Sowell. I like that. Like him, man. He's, he's one of my favorite voices in the world. Fantastic, fantastic guy. All right, let's go to Veronica in Tampa, Florida. Veronica, how can we help? Hi. Good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, I'm calling because my husband and I are trying to figure out what's the best route for us to take um, to pay off our student loans. Okay. Um, we have about 110000 in student loans. My husband... I don't work outside of the home. I, I actually recently resigned okay. um, to be a full-time stay-at-home parent. Um, and we are also expecting our third child. So I, I don't anticipate on working for the next several months. Um, he earns, my husband earns about 112 annually. That's before taxes. Okay. And we just are pretty overwhelmed with the total amount of our student loan debt. And where we were discussing, like, should we sell our home and downsize for a time? Should we, should I find a job, you know? And Is the student loan debt the only debt that you have, or do you have other debts as well? No, we have a $12,000 car payment and 2800 of medical bills that we're, we're likely going to pay off this year. So our biggest concern is the student loans just because it's such a mountain you know, it's like really big. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. I want to know what were you earning before you resigned? Um, before I resigned, I was bringing home about 55000 and my husband was still in around the one, 110 range. 
Okay. So combined, it was about 160. I so conceptually, let's. I, I like to kind of pull this out of the clouds and bring it down. Back when you were working, you guys were bringing in, you said 112 for him, 55 for you. You guys were bringing sure. in, you know, $167,000, almost $170,000. You guys could mm-hmm. have lived on 70 and been out of debt in a year with some side hustles. Right. So right. now when we, when I was working, we we did have to pay for um childcare and that just that was almost all of my income. Okay. And we, we do budget every month and we look at all the areas that we can cut back on and um it just seems like there's still not there's still not like enough to make the the headways on our student loans. Okay. So let's um, let's let yeah. me let me give you a plan and we'll see if this strikes a chord with you. So mm-hmm. the way that we teach oh but before I give you a plan, how much money do you have saved? Uh probably like ten or twelve thousand. Okay. So we'll say eleven thousand saved. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of things about how we teach here. We teach a series of seven baby steps. Have you heard of them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first baby step is you get a thousand bucks saved. Does that ring up sound familiar? Right. Okay. So you know that one. Second one is we say to list your debts from smallest to largest and pay them off. And that's called doing a debt snowball. You pay minimum payments on everything, but you focus on the smallest debt so you can knock it out, pay it off, feel good about yourself, get that dopamine hit and feel motivated to continue on. Right. So there's there's a purpose in doing it that way. The way that you talked about doing it was flipped on its head. And when we see that, it's a lot harder to stay motivated because all you see is this giant mountain and you don't have any uh, trail of success to tell you that you can do it. You just have to stand there and go, all right, I guess I have to start climbing. Where if you do it smallest to largest, you've got, you've proven, hey, I can be successful. I paid off all those bills back there. I'll be able to pay this one off. It's just going to take a little bit longer. So mentally, it really does help you. And I want to, I don't, I don't feel confident that I've convinced you to do it that way, but I really, really, really think you should. We believe in the death snowball method. So we've actually done it before okay and before my husband right when my husband and i got married we combined everything okay good and we had our student loans we were our, we had our student loans they were still there we had just graduated college and everything but we had thousands and thousands of dollars in consumer debt okay so, so you've made headway yeah we well we've made yeah we've made a lot of headway we actually sold our first home took the proceeds to pay off all of our consumer debt Okay. Downsized for about 18 months, had another child, and then we purchased a home. We put 20% down. Uh huh. And now we're like, okay, we feel like we, we didn't, we didn't, obviously, we didn't go all the way the first time because we still left our student loans. But that's the difference. I, I'm calling this out because that's the difference. You guys didn't work the bit debt snowball. You sold a home and paid off that consumer debt. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you never exercised that mental muscle of, spending time and effort um, at one task and hammering away at that task and proving that over time you can display that discipline. And I think that's what's missing. And now you're looking at this one ten of student loan debt and you're like, oh crap, I don't have anything I can sell to make this go away. I'm actually gonna have to like mm-hmm. do the hard, hard work. And I will never stand here and tell you that it's easy because it is hard. Um, and I think that's where you guys are like, 
dang it. Like we did all this sacrifice and we sold this house and we did this and we did that and we still have debt. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think this time you are going to have to walk through that step. And the great news about it is when you do it this way, you're never going to go back into debt again because you're going to go, oh my God, I never want to have to go through that again. So have you, Veronica, have you and your husband sat down and just started mapping out, okay, um, how long would it take us to pay this off if we did Mm -hmm. this much a month, then a new total this much a month? It helps to break this big mountain apart and go, all right, and I'm throwing this out there. If we did $1,000 a month, even if we had to really hustle to come up with $1,000 a month to knock this out, Okay, that's mm-hmm. 12000 a year. So then you start doing the math on that. Then what would it take to do this? You have some bigger months. We sell some other stuff and maybe put 2000 one month. Have you sat down and really said, okay, what could we do right now? And then what would we have to do to be able to really put a good chunk on this, like a $3,000 a month, which now knocks it down to about a little bit less than three years? Have you done that? Yeah, we've done that. We did, we've done that on a high level. What's stopping us, like what's like what seems like the bottleneck is the fact that I'm not working, which is something that's very new to us. Yes, I but mean, it is my choice. Let me encourage it's you though. Just, Your yeah. work before was literally going to childcare. It was almost like a net law it was like a net yeah. net. Yeah. Like so so I actually don't think you should let that hold you up because and I'm not trying to make you feel bad about all that time you work, but if your work is barely covering the child care for you to be able to work, then you weren't gaining anyway. So I don't think that I want to get over as a mental hurdle. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So now we go, wait a second. The good news is we're saving a bunch of money on child care. You're at home with yeah. the baby. So now we go, how do we increase our income? And, and, and my point is you guys have got to sit down and go, all right, what can we do? Scrapping. Mm-hmm. Scrapping. You know? I'm sitting next to a lady who she and her husband scrapped and hustled and paid off almost half a million dollars. And it's not yeah. easy. But yeah, Jade, it can be done. We're we're willing to, to do like what we need to do, I think. And this is definitely not a burden at all. This is a blessing, the fact that we're we're growing our family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just the thought of, you know, like okay, I'm set to give birth. My yeah. husband, thank God, has time to leave. He'll be home with us. Mm-hmm. We have two small children already. So it's like, okay, it's almost like putting a pause to this for the next six to seven months because my husband works a lot now anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know. he's probably like, he, you know, can't really, he can, but we don't want him to have to get another job right now. Right. Everything, and you here's know? the thing so, you're going to, I don't know how long until the baby comes. Real quick. Um, four months. Okay. Three, three, so three to four months. Yeah. You've got three to four months where he can be scrapping. You have the baby. He pulls back for a couple of weeks until everybody's home and well. And then you guys get after it. You got to get after it. You can do this, but you've got to make up your mind that you can. Good show. Thank you, Jade Warshaw, James Childs, and all the guys in the booth. Thank you, America. This is The Ramsey Show.